0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the UEL Smiles podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hamuda, a sports therapy graduate and a project coordinator for Smiles. This podcast is about you and its main purpose is to connect you to your mentors, teachers, and any other guests and questions that you guys can request. In this episode, we are going to be talking about sports. So, As you all know, our university, UEL, is quite prominent for its sports presence around the country. We have one of the best basketball teams, and I say that with utmost confidence. When I joined UEL in 2017, Wednesdays were known for sports. Wednesdays were big days, big match days. They would take us to the away games and the home games if you wish to watch. And there is always something going on at the sports dock. There is always a match, training, or even a tournament that's hosted at UEL. So when I first joined, I figured out quite early how a big part of sports or a big part sports is to the university. When I first joined, I wanted to do something and I wanted to play a sport. I knew I wasn't excellent at any of them. I played basketball in high school, but I never really kept it going to the end because I had an injury. So I wanted to try out. I remember it being so easy. I just walked to sports Doc, and then I asked them, are there any teams available for me to sign up? And they directed me with a very nice leaflet that told me what teams I should apply for. I remember my first year I applied to Taekwondo. And I enjoyed it tons. I went there for, and it ended up being my home for two years. I was a part of the team for two years. And then afterwards, I wanted to join something else. I wanted to join boxing. And I also found within walking to the sports dock and finding a boxing class that's happening, there's over 30 clubs at the university. And whoever you meet, there are going to be there are going to be a part of a club or a part of a uh, sports society that's happening. Something that's a lot more fun as well that the university does. If you're living on campus and if you go to the underground bar, there is also party hosted by the sports teams. For example, the basketball team, the rugby team, and also the football team. So they would have their specific nights. So on and all, UEL has a very, very vibrant sports scene, and it integrates with every single part of the university. I mean, look at smiles. The S stands for sports. So my guest today will be able to tell us a lot more about UEL sports, especially because she is a player on the UEL team for wheelchair basketball. She'll be able to tell us all about UEL Sport and how she got into it and how sports is definitely UEL's first selling point. Welcome back, everyone. Our lovely guest today, Charlotte White, a sports and exercise science graduate who graduated in 2021 and now masters at masters studying human and applied physiology and she's also currently a mentor for smiles as well. Hi Charlotte, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm all right. Thank you very much. Um how how has your week been? How are you how have you been?
1: I've been good, thank you. It's been a, a very busy week. I think that's mm-hmm. natural though with the start of term. Um, and obviously settling into my master's has been quite a big adjustment, but um, I'm getting there.
0: <laughs> okay. And are you doing, you're doing your master's at UEL as well?
1: No, I'm not actually. I'm at King's oh. College doing my master's.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So what would you say is like the biggest thing that you're adjusting to from being an undergrad to being a master's?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um the step up in terms of academic level and Mm. intensity Mm. um also transitioning from going from dual delivery learning which was mostly online for two years of my degree back to face to face teaching
0: oh Um, okay that's
1: been a big adjustment getting back into things
0: okay so you are back face to face do you prefer that or do you prefer dual delivery
1: Uh, I much prefer dual delivery, and I know that's not the majority. Famous, yeah. Yeah, everyone normally loves being Mm -hmm. face-to-face. I do think face-to-face is important, but um, I'd much rather do lectures at home.
0: I Um, understand that. Do you live quite far from your university? Do you get to travel
1: far? I do. So I'm commuting into London every day, um, and that itself is taking a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's part of the London experience, I guess. Of studying in London,
0: um, in and out every day. Uh huh. Um, okay. So you have been a part of basketball at UEL, correct?
1: Yes, I have.
0: So I, today's episode is basically discussing all things sports with UEL and basketball. So I want to ask you, what is your most memorable part about, playing basketball for UEL and being part of it for depending on how long um, I'm not sure so so tell me about it
1: oh I don't know where to begin um like, when I look back on my university experience at UEL the wheelchair basketball team is such a huge part of my university mm-hmm. experience and if I had one piece of advice for students is just get involved in a sports club at UEL even if you're not an athlete Um, because there is something for everyone. Um, I would say our most memorable... So the way the wheelchair basketball team works is there were three weekends a year. We weren't part of Bucks then, but this year we're a Bucks team. Um, So when I competed for the university, it was three weekends a year in different cities. And we almost turned it into a weekend away. So we travelled as a team. We... um, Stay in a hotel together. It was a huge social. It was just a big weekend of socializing. To be honest, so it was
0: more of like a fun thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a friends' mean,
0: weekend away.
1: We we turned up We played the games we had to. Our job was done on court, and then we switched off, and that was our time to um, really enjoy ourselves. And I think the most memorable time was it was actually the week before the pandemic hit last March um and everyone was talking about it we didn't know if the finals were going to get cancelled everyone was saying they should be cancelled and at the last minute we decided we were going to go um and looking back I'm so glad we did because that was our last opportunity Mm. as a team and a club to be together um because we've not played since um unfortunately because of covid um and then everyone graduated so looking back that was a really special moment for us as a club because we didn't realize that would be our last hurrah as such but um it was such a good time and memories that we'll hold on to forever
0: I think oh that's really nice I think when the pandemic hit no one really knew what they were doing like especially like placement wise studying wise no one really knew what was happening and I'm really really glad that you got to experience that I'm really glad it sounds amazing um Going over a little bit, what would you say was your biggest challenge being part of UEL sport? Because I know you mentioned in your answer that you don't have to be an athlete to apply and play for UEL sport, which is something that I did. I was an athlete in high school and I stopped for a little bit, but that didn't stop me from applying to UEL Sports because it's not just you have to be good at the sport. You'll find your spot where you're being taught as well and having fun and making friends. So that was a really good point to point out but I would say what was your biggest challenge being part of UEL sports or representing it personally for you?
1: Um, uh, there's a couple of things and they're almost linked um, so um, firstly it was there's a perception that you have to have a disability to play wheelchair basketball and uh-huh. At the university level, that is not the case. So we really struggled as a club to recruit players mm. because students thought, oh, no, this is people with a disability, when actually that wasn't the case. Anyone can play. Um, and then also being seen as a club um, alongside other all the other sports at UEL um, okay. as almost on the same level. Because we weren't a buck sport yet, um, it almost felt like, oh, we're the disabled club. And not necessarily on the same level and that's why this year is so great that wheelchair basketball is now part of bucks we can now compete um for the university and actually earn points for the university and okay sport has come so far um in the last few years and it's great that now that the wheelchair basketball club has now been included in bucks and we have the opportunity to play for our universities
0: yeah yeah, that's amazing. It sounds like it was kind of almost like a journey for you where like when you joined until so the team was kind of um, accepted into box and now you ha- you can actually compete. But you mentioned a really interesting point there where you said that it was almost considered the disabled team. Like, I think that's like incredibly kind of like, how did that affect you in trying to kind of prove that it doesn't change? You're still a club and you're still very damn good at what you're doing. Yeah I mean it didn't really affect me
1: because the reality of it is is that in every aspect of my life I, I have experienced that and I think the Paralympics is really good for that is showing that any sort of um, Paralympic sport is a sport and at the end of yes. the day people are athletes and yeah. um, in every way of life you'll find something like that and it's turning that into a positive and um, and so much change has come from it. And wheelchair basketball now being a buck sport is fantastic. And the sky's the limit. Um, yeah. The future of the sport is incredible. Uh, UEL now have a high performance women's Premier League team. They've started a franchise. So UEL have invested hugely into wheelchair basketball outside of the university itself. Um, so, yeah, the future is very exciting.
0: That's that's that sounds really, really amazing. So just going through the flow of that, like of that as well, and how you said that it was almost something that you, you got used to, but you were also working towards something better. So what would you say is your main gain out of you've mentioned that? part of UEL sport have been amazing and how it felt like a community but what was your main personal gain from not just being part of a sports team but also representing your university
1: um so I play Welsh basketball outside of university for many different teams and it's very driven by performance whereas Mm. the uniqueness of playing for UEL is that there's so much more than going out there and competing and winning a game um and at the end of the day when the day's over you're no longer an athlete like what is there behind you and I think UBL are really good for setting you up for post being an athlete and um, making you aware
0: of that okay what would you say was the best part about um being known as like a part of being an athlete for UEL and you just said that it kind of looked after post um, being an athlete but what would you say is the best part personally about being an athlete for UEL? I'm sorry if I'm kind of repeating myself I don't know my, my brain did a brain fart for a second.
1: <laughs> no that's okay I'd say the best part of being an athlete for UEL um, was the social side of it um, mm. and meeting I met so many new people through wheelchair basketball UEL um and through UEL sports that I wouldn't have met if I hadn't have turned up to that first training session um and yeah it's crazy to think that I wouldn't have these lifelong friends that I have now if I hadn't have turned up on that
0: first day that's that's really really amazing and now the first month of studying is almost over you said the start of the term is almost over and everyone's kind of looking to solidify their place in the university and try and find friends find their people what would you give as an advice to anyone who wants to join UEL sport but let's say they're a little bit they just think, you know, it's because coming from, you know, living from in like an American high school, being an athlete or like being there is kind of like a very big deal and it's quite intimidating. But when I joined UEL, it was completely different. It was almost just like, no, you can just come. It's fine. Like just come watch, you'll learn. And then they actually teach you. So what would you say or what would you advise any new students who want to join a sports team at UEL, specifically wheelchair basketball as well?
1: Yeah so the great thing about UBL is that there really is a club for everyone um, and as every single club is so welcoming and it can feel very daunting to think oh let me sign up to this sports club I've never done this sport I'd like to give it a go but everyone's in the same position and we almost weekly we were always having new um, students turn up to training and everyone's learning together everyone's there to help each other and It's such a great place to meet new people and just have fun and unwind from your studies at the end of the day. Um, It's just fantastic. And I would urge anyone that gets that is a student at UEL while they have the opportunity, just go and try everything. Find out where your place is at the university
0: okay that's I think that's one of the university's um kind of slogans which is find your place oh, and really? I think that's amazing <laughs> um all right Charlotte our final question is um so how did you how, I think that's every athlete gets asked that question or everyone that wants to join the sport while their time at university how did you time manage between your degree and your lectures and your course to your training time and match time? How did you balance that out?
1: That's a fantastic question because, um, in, I'll count pre COVID because it, I didn't play any basketball during COVID, but my average week pre COVID, um, Friday to Sunday evening was knocked out for basketball. Um, and then any additional training that I wanted to do during the week. And, um, you you just make it happen um Mm. by being starting things early as soon as you get details on assessments start them I started things months in advance and my friends thought I was crazy but that's what you have to do when you know if it could be that you have part-time work for example you don't have to be an athlete that Mm. everyone has something that takes time away from them and it's just knowing um when you're having a calendar, putting in all your assessments, knowing when your deadlines are and working back and um, blocking out time where you know that you need to be studying and working towards those assignments and exams.
0: Okay. That's really amazing. So just be organized a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yes. The best you
0: can. Yeah. I think my first year I did Taekwondo and it was two nights a week. I, we Like it wasn't as, I would say it wasn't as competitive as we would say like, you know, basketball or we are chill basketball or being part of a sports team. Because it was mainly, it was two sessions a week and it was really, really chill. But at the same time, I still found it hard to balance it out because I used to get like kind of overwhelmed with schoolwork. So I think, yeah. Charlotte, that was an amazing advice about kind of keeping them both in check yeah. and just still enjoying your time. So thank you so much, Char- thank you so much, Charlotte. I wish you all the best, and thank you for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you, that's okay. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much to Charlotte for coming on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed her segment. Now for the last segment, it is a question and answer segment. We get your questions from our Instagram account at UEL Smiles and from our mentors. The first question is why do I need to contact my academic advisor? And that question comes from a mentor. So, before I answer that question, let me walk you through what is an academic advisor. An academic advisor is a member of faculty or staff that's assigned to you when you join the university and they're basically with you every step of the way until you graduate. You go to them if you're having any difficulties in any subject. You go to them if you're having a little bit of doubts about your performance. You also go to them for a lot more opportunities. So my advice is when you first start, contact your academic advisor. Book a meeting with them at least twice in every term because they they are there to help you and support you throughout. They need to know you personally and they need to know your progress so they can give you the best advice. My relationship with my academic advisor was very, very helpful throughout my years at uni. They were able to give me tons of personalized advice and just being raw and honest with me about whether I have mistakes I've made or things I haven't paid much attention to that I should have. And it's almost just like having your own lecturer just for you. So it is really, really important to contact them early on so they know who you are. My academic advisor sent mass emails to everyone that he's advising that year, advising them to book a meeting. So the sooner that you book one, the better. For example... If, you're, if this academic advisor, faculty member of staff is working in a certain project and they think that you're a good fit for it, they, you'll be the first one they would call. If they think that you are good at something or if they think that you can help out at something or if you think if they think that you will be a good addition to their project, they will call you. They're also very, very helpful when it comes to your last year. Doing your research project. They'll be able to advise you about the best people that can participate, the best people to go to, and also the best place to invest your time and to invest into such a big project like your dissertation project. So, why do you need to contact your academic advisor? You ask. You need to contact them because their purpose is just your support. And it's very important to keep up with them. I don't think I would have survived my university experience without my academic advisor. So I hope that helped and answered your question. And if you don't know who your academic advisor is, you definitely have one. Go to your head of department and ask them and they will definitely tell you. Our next question is, what are past classes and how do I know that they are running for my year? Okay. so past classes are classes that are offered by smiles they started as a little bit of a seminar once a week these classes usually are open for everyone from level 3 all the way up to level 6 we revise and i was fortunate enough to attend a couple of i was fortunate enough to attend a couple of classes the main goal of past classes is to distill ev- all the big information that was given in lectures and make it a lot easier. For example, for my sports therapy student w- students, they used to go through everything in lecture and we used to divide all of the anatomy into parts in past classes. We used to discuss testings, discuss clinical observation, and also just give very personalized advice. So past classes are there, whether online or in person in the sports therapy clinic to help each and every student if they're falling behind or if they just wanna get caught up ahead, get advice from a mentor and be able to go through classes that they might've missed when it's actually being taught in lectures. And how do you know that they are running? Past classes are always getting announced on the Smiles Teams page. If a past classes is getting announced and you'd like to be invited to it, please email us at smiles at uel.ac.uk. If you want us to place your email, so when we're sending out the advice, your, the advice, sorry, when we're sending out the invite, your name will be included. Past classes have been very, very successful in the past three years. And again, it is thanks to past classes that I was able to get really, really good grades in my degree. So, if you are confused about how to reach them, email us and we will guide you to the right place. And we'll definitely put your email on the list when we're sending out all the invites for this Terms Past Classes. And with that, it concludes our question segments and our podcast. Thank you for listening and tuning and turning up. If you have any questions that you'd like to be included or any suggestions on future guests, please DM us on our Instagram account at UEL Smiles or email us smiles at uel.ac.uk. I have been Sarah Hamuda. Take care.